we went through the power of our mind and we, we understood a few things. And I said, if you want to change your life, change your thinking. Say after me, if you want to change your life. If you want to change your life. Change my thinking. Yeah, if you want to change the way your life want to be, you need to change the way you think about life. I said to you, the way you see life determines the way you live life. If you see life as a place, as a battlefield, you always be battling. If you see life as a place where God can use to change your situation and a place where you can harness and move to the next level, that is how things become. Because the way you see life determines the way you live life. If you want to change your life, change your thinking. Every transformation of a man begins with a transformation of their minds. Are we together? Are we here? Let's go to the scripture reading, Romans chapter 12, reading from verses 2, from um, the New King James, Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Shall we read one go? The Bible says, but do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Scripture says, do not be conformed to this world, but be ye what? The word transformed here signifies to be progressive, progressively transformed, changed. How? You are transformed by the renewing of your yes so transformation actually begins when you start to change the way you think if you don't change the way you think your life cannot change see be transformed first by the renewing of your mind that's why i said if you want to change your life change your change your Thinking. Change your thinking. If you want to change your life, you must be ready to change the way you think and the way you see things. Let's go to point two. Point two, I said, to do what you have never done before, you must begin to think in a way you have never thought before. You must begin to have a completely different thought pattern. If you want to achieve great things, you must psych yourself and condition your mind that it is possible. Your life is trapped in the domain of your thoughts. Somebody say, my life, my life is, trapped is trapped in the domain, in the domain of, my thoughts. of my thoughts. Yes. You see, you can only go, I'm going to go to, I'm going through these things. These things we, we shared last week, so I don't want to take time. I'm going to go through the real thing that I want to share with you pretty soon. You can only go as far as you can see in your mind. You can only go. If you cannot envision it in your mind, you cannot become it. Did you hear what I said? If you can't envision it in your mind, you cannot become. If you want to become anything, you must first decide, think, have a mental picture of what exactly you want to become. And you begin to imagine it, process it, and think 
through it in your mind. Why? Because in life, you can only become what you can envision. The question is, what are you thinking about? What is your mind always on? And, and the scripture we read last week in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20. Um, um, let's go to point four. Okay, let's read Ephesians 3. Give me from the um, 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 New King James. Let's go to point four, and then we come to Ephesians 3. Point four, your mind determines your life. Your mind creates your world. Your mindset literally determines the kind of life you live. And your mindset creates your world. The kind of life you live is determined by your mental capacity. Number five, the kind of life you live is determined by your mental capacity. I am the kind of person that believes everything is possible. Somebody shout, all things are possible. To them that believe. That's what Jesus said. The Bible says all things are possible to them that what? Believe. I am convinced in my spirit. I am convinced in my heart that everything I purpose to do is possible. Shout is possible. Shout it say it's possible. Shout it say it's possible. Shout it say it's possible. Now I'm from here I'm going to Quickly go back. Uh, I'm not. Let's read, and I'm going to go to what I have for you today. Let's go through um, all the points, and then I can come back for what I have for you today, so that we can go straight and not have to pause again. Point number six: You say your mindset and your thought patterns are the are key to your success in life. Somebody say my mindset, my mindset. and my thought patterns are key, are key. to my success in life. Yes, you see, besides Jehovah God, see, God is the ultimate. He is ready to bless every one of us. Besides what God is ready to do in your life, the key factor to your success, productivity in this life is determined by your thought pattern. Some people are convinced that as for them, they, don't, they can never ever get a certain kind of job. I remember I told you, I've told you this story of um, when we were young and we were going to church with a friend of mine. We were very young boys going to church and uh, we had gone to play football and our feet was very dirty. I mean, we're dust, proper dust. And there is this rich woman who had bought a Mercedes and then she was driving it past us. And she knows us as church boys. So when she passed us, she paused, she hooted. Say, hey, David, come into come and let me give you a lift she shouted my friend as i was going my friend put me here have you checked your feet are you going to sit in that car no tell her to go we are not going we tell her we, i said me david i will go if you are not going i will go i left him behind and i joined the car why is he in his mind because of the way his feet was dirty he feels like he does not qualify to sit in such a car can i tell you something Anything anybody has ever done, yes. believe you can do it. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. Don't allow anything to stop you from achieving your God-given purpose. There is nothing. See, you are the greatest 
I'm, 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 I'm prophet and architect of your own destiny. There is no one greater that can pattern your destiny and make your life greater than yourself. You need to convince your heart, your spirit, and your mind and tell yourself, I am born for greatness and nothing else, nothing less than greatness. I am born for greatness. Tell your neighbor, I am born for greatness. No, tell yourself, I am born for greatness. I am it doesn't matter what your condition right now is. Your condition is not your conclusion. Don't look at your condition and write yourself off. Tell yourself, one day, me, I will be a great man. Me, I will be a great woman. Have a mental picture of that greatness you want to become. And tell yourself, I shall be great regardless. Are you hearing me? Yes. Other factors that control your success and productivity in life is your environment. Somebody say your environment. environment. Yes, the environment in which you live in has a part to play in who you become and what you become. That is why I'm going to go to it pretty soon, um, a bit in detail. When God wanted to change Abraham's life, he told Abraham, leave your father's house, leave your environment. I want to do something new with you, but the environment that you are, it can't fix it. It can't work it. There are certain places, certain kind of environment that does not help your productivity and your success in life. You must have the wisdom and the courage to move when you have to. Did you hear what I said? Yes. You must have the wisdom and the courage what? to change your environment because, you see, you can only become, uh, um, um, sometimes the, the environment that you live in literally limits your rising and your capacity. I know a friend of mine who was a pilot. And uh, he did something wrong and he lost his license. And he started messing up and wasting his life. And somehow, he, he said one day he wanted to go to the village. To visit his family. Now he went to the village, stayed there. He said he was going there to be there for a week. He stayed there one week, two weeks, three weeks, one month. The guy was not coming. Two months, three months, four months. Now, before I, I should have brought his picture, his picture before and his picture now. Hear me and hear me well. One time his father called me and told me, my son, please come and collect this boy from my house. I have schooled him. He's gone to school. Even if he's lost his lines, there is something better he can do in the city. Guess what? The first time I went to the village to see the boy, I became so emotional. I felt like, you, handsome, good looking, he has become like one of the villagers. Why? Because the environment that he had lived in for months has, has somehow influenced even his dressing. He dresses like a villager, acts like a villager, seated under a tree with the other villagers, a pilot. I don't know whether he was piloting the trees or the leaves, but he was seated under a tree. So the environment in which you live in can affect your productivity. And another thing is the people around you. Somebody said the people around me. The people around you. There are certain people. I always say if you want to change your life, change the people around you. Change your thinking and change your, the people around you. You cannot maintain the same cycle of friends and expect to be productive. Are we here? Yes. 
if you have a company and somebody is running the company and the, the person is the manager or the CEO and the company is not performing, what do you do? You change them. You fire them and bring in somebody that can what? Yeah. You can perform, can deliver. In the same way, when the people around you are not helping you to perform, fire them. Tell your neighbor, fire them. Fire them. Ask your neighbor, are you sure I will fire you this week? There are some of us, you need to fire some companies. Amen? Fire some people around you. Otherwise, your life cannot become productive. Number seven. The dynamics of your life in this 21st century require mental toughness. That is why I will not go to mental toughness because we dealt with it a lot last week. So let's go back to point number six. And then go with me to Ephesians chapter 3 verses 20. Ephesians 3.20, and then the Lord God will help us. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. Shall we read one go? Now, shall we read like we all can read English? One go. The Bible says now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask. How do you ask things from God? Through what? Through prayer, isn't it? Now the Bible says the God we serve he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we ask in prayer. Or even think. In other words, God does not just do the things we pray. God also does the things we think about. The things we imagine. Can I tell you something? Your imagination can be as powerful as your prayer. Because according to this scripture, Jehovah God does not only do the things we think. But the things we also what? Imagine. What do you imagine? What are some of the things you think about? I don't know about here, but in where I come from, in West Africa, there are certain people who have so strong power of imagination. Many years ago, when a woman is going to give food has prepared food for their home and they are going to give it to the husband who possibly lives in the other house, you see, you see some men seated under a tree and the woman will be holding the basket or carrying the basket and the man will be arguing. It is uh, pepper soup. One will say it is peanut butter soup. So they are arguing. Okay, one will say this is pepper soup. This is peanut butter. Pepper soup. So they are arguing about what the content of that basket the woman is carrying is. Guess what? They will say, okay, let's assume, let's, let us make sure that she trips and falls and the food, um, um, and the basket falls and the food gets and um, pours to the ground so that we can see. Guess what? As they are arguing and arguing, before you realize, the basket will fall. And they, are, they will jump. I won. I told you. It's pepper soup. 
their imagination had power to make a woman trip fall for them to determine what food the woman is carrying. Ladies and gentlemen, the imaginations of men are so powerful. God does not do the things we pray about. God also does the things we imagine. He says, he is able to do, give me in NIV the same scripture. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what we ask or, come on, shall we read one go? Can I tell you something? Sometimes after you prayer, get into your quiet moment and begin to imagine God do those things you are prayed about. Imagine you walking down the aisle. Imagine you um, um, doing great businesses. Imagine big amounts of money being wired into your account. Imagine God changing your entire family. Imagine you standing before there's a crowd in a stadium and preaching the gospel. Imagine great things. God is able to do. I did not write the Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, we came to meet it. I am just telling you what is written there. He said, now unto him who is able to do immeasurably more than what we ask or imagine. What is your imaginations about? What do you imagine? I imagine great things. Can I tell you something? When I was young, I used to imagine so much that, I don't want to say, some of you will laugh at me, but let me say it. Sometimes I will be sent to go and buy something from a shop, but I like to imagine. I could imagine and I will pass the shop. And by the time I come to my senses, I say, ah, because I will imagine good life. I used to imagine good life. I will imagine, I used to imagine everything that I, I desired. These days, I don't take soda. Now, it's because I used to steal Milo from my, fat, my mother's kitchen. No Milo. No, the Milo, they will put it in the kitchen. Uh, me, the Milo. You call it, call it Milo? Milo or Milo, whichever. Milo. Okay. Now, Milo, I will not open the foil. You know, you have to open it and open the foil. No, I'll make a hole and dive it. So, before they, by the time they open the foil, it is already finished. <laughs> Some of us we were creatively bad. <laughs> so I will imagine me myself. I will imagine not stealing the milk. I will imagine buying it myself and enjoying it with milk and bread. Sometimes I will imagine buying myself. A crate of coke. Because now, the coke in the house, if you, you are caught stealing, it was only for visitors. <laughs> so I imagine me making sure I buy a crate, not just one, and I will be enjoying it as and when I want. See, I was a bad boy, not saved. My father was a preacher, but I was not saved. I, was, I knew the Bible because we were forced to do quiet time. You know, when you're a preacher, you, they call you in the morning, you do quiet time, and then we read the Bible, but I was in my heart, Jesus was not there. <laughs> 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 
Jesus was not in my heart. Hear me? But my mother used to say, my son will be a preacher. My mother used to say, people used to say, people used to say bad things against me. I said, don't say that about my son. My son will be a preacher. And guess what? Sometimes I would imagine myself preaching. Even though I was not saved, I was still imagining myself what? Preaching. Believing in the words of my mother. And now here I am. Your imagination, you become your imaginations. Are you hearing me? Guess what? It was not long. That Coke, I bought it. I bought my own Milo. Yes. But the question is, how I got the money was questionable. But I bought my own Milo. <laughs> See, my father had so much money that he would put a whole basket like this under the bed. Money, money, four baskets full of money under the bed. So our house helps used me. They would tell me, David, go and bring us money. And I was young. So when I go, I pull the basket, dip my hands, put it here. Pull the basket, dip my hand, put it here. Pull the basket, dip my hand, put it in my shirt. And I go. So one day, <laughs> I was caught. When I was running out of the house, my father was standing, was coming to the house. And I had taken so much money that the money started dropping. My father asked me, hey. He called my name. Where, where, why is money coming out of you? I just started crying. <laughs> the saddest thing is that I was so silly to an extent that I was still denying that I have stolen. The man could see. Now, when the money fell twice, I stood. He said, come. I stood. I couldn't go. He said, you have stolen money. He said, no, I have not stolen. I told him I was sent by our house. He's called a man. His bodyguard was called Batule. I, I was sent by Batule to go and take money. I have not stolen. I was sent. I stood like a lawyer and defended the fact that I didn't steal. I was sent to go and take money. Anyway. That was just by the way. So the things I imagined, I became. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. You become your imaginations. Now, give me Genesis chapter 14. Genesis 14, verses 13. Genesis chapter 13, verses 14, sorry. 13, verses 14. Genesis, shall we read one go? After Lot has what? After Lot has what? It says, and the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, uh-huh.
Now, go back to verse 14. Read from NLT, the New Living Translation, or King James, as, um, and then we can go. Not New King James, NLT or King James. Shall we read one go? Look, as far as you can see in every direction, I am going to give all this land to you and your as a permanent. Now, hold on there. Now, God calls Abraham, but before God could tell Abraham, I am giving you the land, God said to Abraham, the Bible says, after Lord had departed from Abraham, Somebody say, Lord had departed. God cannot give you certain dimensions of blessings when the certain old people are around your life. Hello? Hello. I said to you, three things changes your life. The, the way you think, your environment, and the people around you. Isn't it? The people, God, after God made sure Lord had departed from Abraham, God now says, see, as far as your eyes can see in every direction, I will... I will give this land to you and your offspring as a permanent possession. Now, God, when God was telling Abraham to see, he was not talking about his peripheral vision. Hello? Hello. You understand peripheral vision? Okay. Even if you don't understand, at least you can process to know what I'm talking about. He was not talking about how far his eyes can see. Because if Abraham was standing here, even if you come and stand here, you can only see it that far. Isn't it? Yes, but he was not talking about that type of a vision. He was talking about what vision, how much he can see in his mind's eye. How much land he can imagine. Are you getting me? He was not just talking about just seeing, because if that was the case, Abraham, the Israelites will only occupy as a very small, the land would not even be up to the whole of Nairobi. Are you getting me? But Abraham saw greater than where he was standing. You need to see yourself bigger than where you are right now. How far can you see you are going? Like I said, you can only go as far as you can see in your mind. I see that we are going to become a mega church. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. I see that we will have churches all over the nation. Amen. I see that God will raise you as great kingdom financiers. Amen. I see that you, some of you, in when by the time we go to the next place, you will be coming here with your own V8 2024 Amen. model. I see that God is going to raise you as evangelists for the nations. Amen. You will stand to preach and sicknesses will be healed from people. Amen. Deliverance shall manifest. Amen. Shout, I see my future. I see my future. You must see it so that you can have it. God said to Abraham, see, and as far as your eyes can see, I will give you how far are you seeing. How far are you seeing? See, the reason why most of us cannot see or cannot imagine something better with our minds is because of the things we feed our minds with. Now, I want to talk, I mean, write this down. How to have, how to, how to develop 
a healthy mindset. How to develop a healthy mindset. How to develop a healthy mindset. Number one, feed your mind with the right information. Feed your mind with the right information. Constantly feed your mind with the right information and avoid negativity. Constantly let it, let it be a conscious effort. That every now and then you are thinking about the right things. You are feeding your mind with the right things. Are you hearing me? Feed your mind with what? The right what? The right things. Yes. Feed your mind with the right information. The Bible says, now, when you read the scriptures, sometimes you see the Bible talking about the heart. Somebody say the heart. Like Proverbs, give me Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. The Bible says, out of, um, I mean, watch your heart and keep it with all diligence from out of its springs, the issues of life. Now, let's read one go. Now, when you are reading the Bible, everyone follow me, watch here. And you see the word heart. He's not talking about this one. He's talking about your mind. Hello? Hello. Are you here? Yes. When he says, keep your hearts with all diligence from out of... The word heart used in the, the scriptures is not talking about your heart like this one. It's talking about your mind. Amen? Yeah. The word they use in those days to represent your mind is your heart. So, in other words, the scripture is, keep your mindset with all diligence from out of it springs the issues of life. You need to learn how to maintain your mindset in such a way and feed it with the right things. That's why the Bible says, keep it. Somebody say, keep. keep. Come on, say, keep. keep. Shall we say, keep. keep? See, if you constantly keep feeding your mind with things that will bring down your self-esteem, things that will make you feel like you are not making it, you can never go anywhere. Some people, they are always listening to the wrong things. Some people are careful about the food they eat, but they are not careful about the things they read and the things they listen to. You must constantly and consciously avoid certain things. Can I tell you something? There are some things avoid hearing. Did you hear me? Because it will affect your mind. There are some things you should avoid seeing because it will what? Affect your mind. Are we here? Yes, sir. Some of you, there is something you saw many, many years ago up to now. It is still affecting you. Do I have a witness? There's some of you, there is something you heard up to now. It is still negatively what? Affecting you. There are some things you are better off not seeing. There are some things you are better off not hearing. Are we together? Yes, sir. Am I making sense? Yes. Yeah, something. That's why I always tell you. When somebody is bringing some negative information about anything, you just tell him, I am sorry, but I'm not comfortable to hear this. But you see, the natural mind is so active to hear Moshene. Once it is gossip, ah, tell me. Have you heard? Have you heard what? The next Moshene that shall be said about you. Have you heard you have bought a new chopper? Amen. 
Have you heard that a hey, Pastor Lisa has built a new house? Amen. Have you that is the greatest motion? Have you heard that Lydia has bought a V8? Amen. That should be the greatest motion. May God do that in your life. Amen. That the only gossip people will gossip about you is the great things you are doing. May that be your story. I receive. If you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. Yeah, so if you want to have a healthy mindset and a healthy life, feed your mind with the right information and avoid negativity. Tell your neighbor, avoid negativity. Shout, say, avoid negativity. Avoid negativity. Because the Bible says, out of your heart comes the issues of life. Out of your mind comes the issues of life. Out of your mind. Hallelujah. Now hear me. Let's go. Go with me to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians. Let, let's, let's take that scripture and then let me show you something. Philippians 4. Let me look for it for you. Philippians 4. Philippians 4, let's read from verse 6. It's a very popular scripture. We all know it. And uh, shall we read one go? Mm -hmm. The Bible says, be anxious for, but in everything by. Now, this is a very deep scripture, but many, most people just read over it and leave it. Be anxious for nothing. That means don't be worried about anything. But everything by your marriage by prayer, your house by prayer, your children by prayer, your, your, your ministry by prayer. Don't be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer. That is what that scripture means. You are able to do everything, make everything by prayer. Are you hearing me? And supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. May somebody establish their family by prayer. Amen. May you establish your home by prayer. Amen. May you establish your business by prayer. Amen. May you establish your ministry by prayer. Amen. May everything that you seek to do through prayer, may it, make, may it become possible unto you. Amen. If you are here, shall I receive it? I'll receive it. Now he says, be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer. Let your request be made known unto God. Now after he has talked about this, he has talked about prayer. And the peace of God which surpasses all. Shall we read one go? And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding hmm? will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now I say, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. After you have prayed and you have declared. The peace of God will guard your heart. Now, he, he goes to verse 8. That is where my message is. Verse 8. How many of you have realized that sometimes after prayer, you, you just sense peace? The thing has not changed, but you feel peaceful. Are you hearing me? Why? Because prayer activates the presence of God around you. And it activates things and things begin to shift in your life. Can I tell you something? Condition your mind in such a way that nothing shall be able to break you down. Shout, I'm so anointed. 
I'm so anointed to be destroyed. To be destroyed. Shout, I'm so powerful. I am so powerful to go down. To go down. Shout, I can only go up. I can only go up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, we are born for success. We are born for success. Shout, I am born for greatness. I am born for. Shout, I'm born for greatness. I am born for. Shout it, I am born for greatness. I am born for greatness. A time will come, you sign a million dollar check and you don't feel a thing. I receive it. Oh my God. Believe it, shout it, I receive it. I receive it. You say, man of God, how much is the new church place you are moving to? He says, don't worry, don't raise offering. It is done. May that be your portion. I receive it. I said, may that be your portion. I receive it. May that be your portion. I receive it. Now, after Apostle Paul has said, don't pray about everything with everything by prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known unto God. Now, he comes and says, finally. Somebody say, finally. finally. Now, he says, after you have prayed, you have done all the spiritual rudiments you can pray about. Now, this he says, finally. Shall we all read one go? Finally. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Give me in King James. He says, if there is whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure, if there is something you have to think about, it should be this. Let's, let's, let's read. Now, I am going, we are going to do an exercise right now. God is going to you know I'm a prophet. How many of you believe I'm a prophet? Do you believe I'm a prophet? I'm going to pray right now. God is going to show you what you are thinking about on our screen. And we wonder whether we will be able to remain in this auditorium. Some of you, the things you are, even in the midst of this anointing. Somebody say mercy. You are looking at that sister. Hey, this one. Look at the shoe she came to church with. Now you saw the shoe and your mind, you have gone off tangent. All this preaching and anointing and pouring. Tell your neighbor, come home. Concentrate on the word of God. Yes, now shall we read now? Let's read one go. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Anything your mind should be thinking about should form within the domain of any or, or any of these. Are you here? This is Bible. Tell your neighbor, this is Bible. This is Bible. Some of you, all you are thinking about, hey... How, how, you see, if you process negative things, have you got it, guys, got the one I asked you to do? Ready? Now, you know, after this, we are going there. Apostle Paul talked about prayer. He said, finally, pray after with supplication and whatever, pray. Let your request be made known unto God. He says, after you have prayed, are you hearing me? Did you see the chronology of things? He talks first about prayer. He talks about the peace of God coming upon your life. And he says, finally, if you really want to do it and make it happen, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, the things you think about, number one, are they true? 
Are they true? Are they noble? Are they noble? Are they noble things? Are they just? Are they honest things? Are they things you, is it honest? Are they pure? Somebody say, hey. Are they, ask your neighbor, are your thoughts pure? Can we trust you? Can, can, can the man of God showcase your thoughts on our screen from last night? Who can volunteer so that we pray and show it right now? Your thoughts are pure, 100%. From last night, not even from last week. Okay. Somebody say from this morning. This morning you have been in church, so obviously <laughs> it can only be pure. <laughs> say whatsoever things are lovely. The things you are thinking about, are they lovely? It's not the love you are thinking about, no. It's about loving your neighbor as yourself. Are you getting me? Not the love you have for John and for Mary. No, that's not what you're talking about. Whatsoever things are of good what? Now, any evil reports you, re you receive from anywhere, yes. declare you counter it with a good report. Yes. Somebody shout, I counter every evil report. I counter every evil report. When the doctors tell you you shall not live, you declare I will live and declare the rest of the I Lord. Live. You begin to think how you live longer, how you see your great great grandchildren. Just counter every evil. You see, the more you think, you be the Bible says, um, um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. The original translation actually reads, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he becomes. You become your thoughts. Hello? So you, it doesn't matter the reports you have. You declare you are excelling. You, you are doing well. Ah, you are excelling. You are, you are making it. Some of you, your house has been locked. But can I tell you something? In the next one year, you'll be a, the owner of a house. I receive it. I remember years ago, I went to Mombasa. I was preaching for Bishop Lai. And then um, um, I, I prayed for a woman. And I was actually raising funds. And I called her for a seed. And the woman um, 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 struggled to come. And I called her. I said, woman, the Lord is telling me you need to be part of this seed. She said she came the following year. When I came for the conference, she, um, she was running around, running, jumping. I'm like, ah, who is this? No, every church, there is that one person. <laughs> I said, oh, no worry. There is that, this is that one person. Running around. So, I didn't do anything. So, after the session, she came and said, man of God, do you remember me? I said, no. I am the one, the woman that you told to come and sow a seed of 12,000. I said, okay. I said, I don't remember. I said, that time you asked me to sow the seed. In fact, I came forward as a matter of respect because that money, I didn't have it. There was no way I was able to get it. But you told me I will own a house in one year. Since I can tell you as we speak now, last year when you were here, I didn't, I didn't know what I would eat. But this year, I have a house in Nyali. Yeah. Are you getting the point? Within the matter of 12 months, her story has changed. Why? She says... After you told me I'll have a house, I began to think and begin to act like I am going to have my house. And as we speak, she told me and that time years back, says I have my house within a span of one year. I pray for you. Yes. May Jehovah God do for you. Amen. That which he has purpose to do. May you think on godly things. May you begin to think on great things. Yes. Everything that you have purpose to achieve, I declare it shall manifest in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, my imaginations are manifesting. 
Shout it again. My imaginations are manifesting. Shout it again. My imaginations are manifesting. My imaginations are manifesting. Yes, your imagination shall manifest as the Jehovah God has purposed it to manifest. And as long as you are imagining the right things, if you are not imagining the right things, then you are on your own. Amen? Yes. But if you are imagining the right things, it shall manifest in the name of Jesus. May Jehovah God cause your imaginations to manifest. Amen. Take me back to the um, scripture. He said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are praiseworthy. If there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think, I, I told you, give me in King James, think on these things. Tell your neighbor, think on these things. Yes. So from today, may God begin to condition your thinking. All your thoughts should circulate within the peri um, 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 within the domain of these things here. If anything does not fall, it's not good, it's not lovely, it's not pure, it's not of good report, you don't you reject it, consciously reject it from your mind. Are we together? How many of you have read have read this book? Um, what's it called? No, it's called um, it's called something secrets. Is it a secret? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a red book. It's red, isn't it? Yeah, the secret. I read it many years ago. It's a powerful book. It actually teaches exactly what I'm talking about. That you actually become what you think. You become your thoughts. If you're always thinking about how John is going to leave you, I can confidently tell you he will leave you. It's true. Because you are always thinking about, ah, he, he will leave me. He will leave me. Oh, you don't need to be a prophet. That one, it is not the riches in your family. You yourself, you are creating and pushing him to leave. Why? By your thoughts. Are we together? Yes. Now, give me Genesis. Uh, give, me, I mean, give me that slide first before we go to Genesis. Your thoughts. Somebody, from here, we come to destiny. Somebody say destiny. How many of you believe you have a great destiny? Do you have a great destiny? Yes. Good. Now, your thoughts becomes your? Words. Your words becomes your? Actions. Your actions becomes your? Habits. Your habits becomes your? Character. And your character becomes your? Destiny. In other words, it starts from thoughts. The things you every day think about, it will end up at some point becoming who you finally become. That's what the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he becomes, so is he. You become your thoughts because you begin to think about it. It becomes worse. You start speaking it. You start acting it. You start, I mean, I'm, 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 you start behaving it consciously and constantly and it becomes your life. I pray that Jehovah God will bring you to a place. I receive. That you have a clean mind. That your thoughts will change. Your thinking will change. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Give me Genesis chapter 11 as I try and close. Shall we be upstanding? I think my time is up. Let's be upstanding. You, we can be upstanding. We can be upstanding. Me, when, even me as a senior pastor, when I'm preaching and my time is up, I end. So the day you come here to preach, when your time is up, you do what? You end. 
the, the word was getting sweeter and sweeter, but now the time is up. We still have to respect God, amen, and respect time. Hallelujah. Verse 6, give me verse 6 from King James. Verse 6, Genesis 11 from verse 6. Now, the Bible says, shall we read one go? Who said? The Lord. Who said? The Lord. The Lord, Jehovah, Yahweh said, behold, shall we read one go? The, the people, people. now, the, the people is one and they have all one language. And they, now, nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Now, this is Jehovah God speaking. Jehovah God says, nothing will be restrained from them because of their imagination. The things these guys have imagined to do, nothing shall be restrained from them. I pray for you. May you begin to imagine the right things. I receive. I said, may you begin to imagine the right things. I receive. May your top pattern begin to take a new shape. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Amen. He says, from today, he says, nothing will be restrained from them. Can I tell you something? Your imaginations are as powerful as your prayer. Amen. Even Jehovah God. This is not Moses said. If Moses said, you can say it's controversial. I mean, you can choose to, I mean, debate. This is Je the Lord said. Behold, the people is one. And they have got one language. And they, this, they have, this thing they have begun to do. And nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. May Jehovah God make your imaginations manifest. I receive. May Jehovah God make your imaginations manifest. I receive. Now you are going to pray right here. You are going to declare that may you manifest that which maybe you have not imagined anything or you don't know where you are. You don't have a vision for your life. You don't know where you are headed. You are praying that may Jehovah God cause you to manifest greatness. Any dream you have, any vision you have, you are going to manifest it. One day someone told me, Papa, the way you are looking at me like this, and I'm taking huba huba, very soon, me, I will come here with a nice machine. I said, Amen, you are thinking right. Say, very soon, every month, I'll be earning 10 million. That is her dream. May that become your dream. I want you to start to declare over your life. And, start, and let me give you some few minutes to first imagine. Let's practicalize it. Imagine. Imagine where you are going. Just imagine it. The Bible says we should imagine. It is written in our Bible. Imagine where you are going. What you want to have. That life. Lima go shadia azona mazanta. Liba zo te zikradu zalabrandu pa adinda haya. Laba basua ata. Imagine your company taking over the nations of the world. Imagine you becoming so influential, your business growing and expanding. Imagine God using you mightily in the nations of the world. Imagine every application, every job you have applied for coming through for you. 
Libra Zoteza Bakoshata. Exceedingly abundantly above all else. All you could ask for according to the So, Father, we thank you for today. We bless your holy name. Yes, Lord. We ask, so God, that let this encounter shift our lives to the next level. Yes, Lord. Help us to be able to utilize the power within us. Help us. To Lord. create that which you have ordained us to be. Yes, Lord. We pray in the name of Jesus, as your word says, you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above what we ask or imagine. Yes, Lord. We declare do exceedingly above our imaginations today. Yes. Manifest our imaginations. Yes, Lord. In our exceeding, in an exceedingly manner. Yes. Father, we pray, oh God, every family that is gathered in here, we declare that family is liberated from every form of addiction. Yes, Lord. Every satanic bondage is broken from families. Yes. I declare a new beginning for families that are gathered in here. A new beginning. You and your family are starting afresh. Yes, Lord. Greatness is emerging from the family. Yes. Cycles are permanently broken. Broken. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And everyone said amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Are you blessed you came to church? Yes.